Welcome to Better Animal Handling, episode Center of Missouri, USA. I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and cagey co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on bird cages. Our topics for this week are where in a house to locate a bird cage. The size and construction needed in a good bird cage. And proper contents of a bird cage. Birds need cages for safety from predators or playful injuries when unattended and for psychological security to relieve stress. Cages with angular corners are more conducive to capturing birds than circular constructed cages. Plus, square or rectangular cages are easier to line with paper for cleaning. The respiratory system of birds does not protect from inhaled hazards as well as the mammalian respiratory system. Cages should never be placed near open windows or doors or in other areas with drafts or near fumes such as paint, smoke, hairsprays, insecticides, scented candles, plug-in fresheners, ammonia-based glass cleaners, or stain guard chemicals. They should not be located in or near Kitchens with fumes from burned foods or from non-stick cooking pans coated with the floral polymer polytetrafluoroethylene. Teflon, silverstone, and tefsil are also coated with floral polymers. Vaporization of dangerous floral polymers begins at the temperature of 464 degrees Fahrenheit. The cage should be located in a bright area, but not in direct sunlight. The location should be without drafts and away from kitchens and placed at chest level. If the cage is placed near the floor, the birds will be stressed with concerns about vulnerability to predators. Placing cages above human eye level will decrease stress to human birds. Locating a cage near an open window drafts, direct sunlight, stress from constant alert for predators, and transmission of disease from wild birds. Birds that are well socialized to humans should be caged in family traffic areas during the day. The cage should be located against a wall or the cage should contain a hiding area to reduce stress for rest periods. A separate cage for rest may be needed in a quiet, dark area for larger birds that are used to being handled. 
Frequent interaction with people should be supplemented with toys and multiple perches for entertainment. Placing the cage near a closed window or out of direct sunlight can allow birds to watch outside activities and provide valuable mental stimulation. Boredom is a common cause for many behavioral problems in birds. Providing opportunities to simulate foraging for food, guarding against predators, and create nests avert stereotypic behaviors. Most companion birds are from the tropics where 10 to 12 hours of daylight occurs year-round. Exposure to direct sunlight or a UVB light source 18 inches above the cage should be provided for these companion pets at a near constant 10 to 12 hours per day. For sleeping, some birds prefer the cage to be covered. Others do not. Cage covering is optional. The minimum size cage in width, depth, and height for large birds should be one and a half times the wingspan for each bird. Smaller birds need additional room to fly in the cage. All cages should be wider than tall. When perched, the tail should not contact the floor, walls, or any other object in the cage. Minor birds require the largest cages, 6 by 3 by 3 feet minimum for one bird. Bird cages should be constructed of non-rusting metal, stainless steel, anodized aluminum, or chrome plating, and, and inspected for sharp or pointed projections that might cut or stab an inquisitive bird's tongue. Cages should not be painted with lead-based paint or galvanized. Zinc used for galvanizing is toxic to birds and the most common metal poisoning in caged birds. Better cages are made from stainless steel or wrought iron. Powder coating can keep the metal from rusting. The space between cage bars should be narrow enough to prevent entrapping a bird's head. Small birds, parakeets, finches, canaries, should have bars spacing no greater than one-half inch. Medium birds, cockatiels, conures, lorries, should have bar spacing of no more than three-fourths of an inch. Large birds, African greys, macaws, and cockatoos, may have Bar spacing for up to one and a fourth inches. Vertical bars cause less damage to tail feathers than horizontal bars. Wire grids above a sliding solid bottom prevents paper shredding and the bird from eating wasted, spoiled food. Wire cages may be too stressful for nervous birds. Box-type cages are preferable for timid birds. Some birds enjoy viewing activity and receiving attention. Door latches should be substantial. Simple door latches on barred cages can be opened by many birds. A cage should have at least two perches, one narrow perch for birds to grasp with their feet and one that they can stand flat-footed on. Most perches should be wooden, preferably 
manzanita wood, which is dense without any harmful chemicals in it. Willow or fruit tree branches can also be used. Yew, oak, or rhododendron branches should not be used. All branches should be washed carefully to remove possible diseases from wild bird fecal contamination. Additional perches should vary in size to exercise the full range of the grasp of the feet and prevent tendon contracture. But all perches should be appropriate for the size of the contained bird's feet. Recommended perch diameters for small, medium, and large birds are 3 eighths to 3 fourths inches, 5 eighths to 1 and a fourth inches, and 1 to 2 inches respectively. Sandpaper should not be used on perches in an attempt to wear down the toenails. Perches should not be positioned over food or water bowls. A sleeping perch should be located in the back of the cage. The location of different style and diameter perches should be changed occasionally. Concrete perches can be beneficial in maintaining needed abrasion to the toenails and the beak for larger birds, 200 to 1,000 grams in body weight, eliminating the need for toenail and beak trimming. Concrete perches should be placed where the bird spends less time, as in front of the feeding container. They should not be used where the bird spends most time at play, rest, or preening due to the possibility of excessive foot abrasion. Paper should be used as substrate. Organic bedding such as ground corn cobs can promote bacterial or fungal growth. Wood shavings and sawdust can cause respiratory problems and digestive impactions. Food and water containers and floor paper should be cleaned daily. Perches should be cleaned whenever soiled. The entire cage should be cleaned once a week. Inanimate toys are important to provide mental stimulation and to prevent stereotypic behaviors caused by boredom, such as aggressive behaviors, pacing along a perch, swinging its head from side to side and bobbing it up and down, feather picking, and screaming. Ropes, paper towel rolls, and plain cardboard boxes are simple toys that birds enjoy. Many bird toys are commercially available, including ladders, chains with bells, and blocks of wood on a string. Another diversion is cuddle bones, the exoskeleton of saltwater cuttlefish. Cuddle bones are a source of calcium and iodine for small birds and an abrasive that can keep their beak from overgrowing. Birds also enjoy tearing up paperback books and searching for treats that are hidden in toys to create a puzzle to solve. Large scissors such as African gray parrots and macaws are highly intelligent birds that are often kept alone in relatively small cages. Extra effort is needed to provide these birds with room to exercise, interact with their owners, and provide inanimate forms of environmental enrichment for mental stimulation. Otherwise, stereotypic behaviors, particularly feather picking, can often occur. Small passerines, canaries, and finches 
should be provided with nests or hiding boxes attached to the top of the cage. Nest boxes should be easy to remove and clean. If you have comments or you're interested in a particular animal handling subject, contact us at cbc at betteranimalhandling.com. Now let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Square or rectangular cages are preferred over round bird cages. Bird cages should not be located in or near kitchens. Paper should be used as a substrate on the bottom of bird cages. Galvanized wire should not be used in the construction of bird cages. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling can be found in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press and available on Amazon and for many other fine book supply sources. My new spiral-bound handbook, Concise Textbook of Small Animal Handling, was recently published and is available from all major science book supply sources. Additional information is provided at betteranimalhandling.com. This website has more than 150 past podcasts with notes on handling of dogs, cats, and other small mammals, birds, reptiles, horses, cattle, small ruminants, swine, and poultry. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week. I'll talk about bits for horses. Hey, Abby, how would you like it if I made you carry a metal bar in your mouth in the middle of winter? No, it would not be a 24-karat gold bar. That would be too heavy. Mm-hmm.